Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 14 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I am your host, John Chick. Rangers coming off of a big, big win in rally against the Carolina Hurricanes last night, picking up a 4-2 road decision. It was one of those games where, you know, the Rangers just kind of had to find a way. You know, they, I'm not sure that they had the better of play for the entire night, and really there were chunks of this game where they certainly did not have the better of play. The first period, the Hurricanes were basically skating circles around the Rangers. The Rangers still go into the breakup one nothing at that point. Chunks of the second period as well. You know, the Hurricanes clearly outplaying the Rangers. But, hey, you know what? The Blue Shirts, sometimes you got to win ugly in this league. you got to not be the better team on the ice and still find a way to get it done. Brendan Lemieux even talked about that during the second period intermission. He said that the Rangers are going to need to steal one tonight. They were up 2-1 to one at the time when he gave that interview, and that is indeed what the Rangers did. They stole this one in rally. But, hey, sometimes you got to take it any way you can get it. And I can't talk for a second longer without mentioning Henrik Lundqvist. He was absolutely phenomenal last night, turning aside 45 of 47 shots. So basically in the span of about 26 hours there, Lundqvist makes 80 saves. And it's funny because I, I just kind of figured that it might be Alex Georgiev back in net last night. Typically with a back-to-back, -back, you're going to see each goalie get one start or the other. But the Rangers, once again, rolling with the hot hand. That's kind of what they've done all season. They did it with Georgiev as Georgiev started three straight games. But then Lundqvist is outstanding two nights ago, and he's outstanding again last night, even better last night against the Hurricanes, a team that, you know, can score some goals and threw a lot of pucks at the net, and he basically just stood on his head. Just a brilliant performance from Henrik Lundqvist. They don't win this game without him. Just great stuff all around, and great to see him. You know, obviously, I wouldn't really call it a benching. Like I said, I think it's more just a hot hand approach, and that's why Georgiev was in there for three games. But Lundqvist comes back strong these last two games. He looks like the Henrik of old. He's partying like it's 2011 and just leading the Rangers to two big wins here. Four wins now in the last five games. And it's funny, at this point, like, you almost get a little greedy, right? Because you realize the Rangers have won four out of the last five, and that's awesome. But it's like, man, if we could have just beaten the Ottawa Senators, we'd be on a five-game winning streak right now, you know? But that's okay. You know what happened? We, we've won four out of five. We're rolling. We're above 500. Team now sitting at 7-6-1, and one. and up next is a home tilt against the Florida Panthers. We'll talk about that briefly. The puck drops for that game at 1 p.m. on Sunday, but we got to get into this one. We'll go period by period here, break this one down. Again, just a great win for the Rangers. Hurricanes get an early power play in this one just a couple of minutes into the game. Leas Anderson and Brock McGinn, they're both going off the ice. They kind of get tangled up, passing by each other, and McGinn ends up cross-checking Anderson. Ref misses that, unfortunately. Anderson retaliates, and he gets he's the one that gets called for the penalty. Kind of just an unfortunate series of events there, but Lundqvist goes right to work. He makes uh, a great save almost immediately after the power play begins. Svechnikov kind of gets behind the defense. He sneaks behind them. He gets in deep there, and he gets the puck on the doorstep and puts it just wide of the net. And then back the other way, Ryan Strom gets a shorthanded opportunity, but P Peter Mrazek makes the save on that one. Rangers take another penalty. Mark Stahl, it looks like he's just going for the puck behind the net, but he does trip up his opponent. He gets called for the penalty, and just like that, the Rangers, once again with these penalties, less than 10 minutes into the game, already taking two penalties. Hurricanes get another chance on the power play. And then the Rangers just under all kinds of fire during this, this power play. Tara Vinen takes a shot from the blue line. Lundqvist makes the save, and then Dougie Hamilton puts a puck off the side of the net. Actually looked like it was in. You could kind of hear the crowd react to it, but the puck actually just hitting off the side of the net. And then the Hurricanes work the puck to Dezingle. Dezingle fires a shot from the high slot, but Lundqvist makes, you know, another great save. He hangs on, does not allow a rebound, and 51 seconds remaining in the power play at this point. 
So the Rangers do kill off that power play, but the Hurricanes keep coming. There's a sequence here where Lundqvist has to make four saves in the span of about 15, maybe 20 seconds. But, you know, Aho and Sveshnikov both getting opportunities during this sequence. But Lundqvist up to the challenge, keeps the game scoreless. So the Rangers are really back on their heels. Hurricane just absolutely swarming in their zone. And they take, the Rangers take an icing. They just shoot the puck all the way down the ice. And obviously, when you do that, you can't go for a line change. But I think in this in this case, the Rangers were just under such heavy fire. They had no choice but to do this. And, you know, really, even when you take the icing, yes, you don't get a line change. But you do get those, you know, 10, 15 seconds there to at least catch your breath a little bit before the refs, you know, retrieve the puck, bring it back, drop it for the faceoff. So, yeah, a little bit of a reprieve there. And then they win the ensuing faceoff. And Jacob Truba lifts the puck out of the zone. And the Rangers get a much-needed line change. Game still scoreless. Rangers really back on their heels for basically this entire first period, but they're hanging in there, still scoreless. Dezingle gets another chance from the doorstep, but Lundqvist again with another great save, and then Pesci fires a shot. This was kind of a weird one. He shot from the blue line, and it, it hit something. I don't know who it hit, but it, it deflected, and the puck kind of slowed down and changed direction on Lundqvist, and Lundqvist had been moving to his right. He had to quickly reach back to his left with his glove and just kind of knocked it away, but kind of a weird deflection there, and the King stays with it all the way and keeps the puck out. Rangers finally start to get a little bit of a push in the last two, two and a half minutes here. They work the puck in deep to Kreider as the Hurricanes are changing lines. So they try to catch them in a bad line change. That worked a couple games ago with D'Angelo kind of starting everything from the neutral zone to catch the opposition in a bad line change. But Kreider, they work the puck in deep to Kreider. He goes in and shoots just wide, just misses the far post. Game still scoreless. But the Rangers keep swarming. Jesper Foss is fighting for the puck behind the Hurricanes net. He wins the battle and starts to move toward the corner, and then he sends a pass back behind the back to Ryan Strom, and Strom is right behind the net, and he dishes in front to Artemi Panarin, and Panarin with a snipe, and just like that, the Rangers are up one nothing with 27 and a half seconds left to go in this first period, a period in which the Blue Shirts were thoroughly dominated, and yet one in which they will take a lead into the break. The Hurricanes almost find the equalizer in the waning seconds. Jordan Stahl and Pesci each getting opportunities, but Lundqvist once again with two big clutch saves. Certainly you don't want to give up a goal late in the first period, especially after you've just scored and give everything right back. The Rangers kind of stole the lead in this first period, and they take that lead into the dressing rooms. one nothing Rangers at the first intermission. Just wanted to take a minute to let you guys know that today's Locked On podcast is sponsored by DoorDash. Treat yourself to the meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code LOCKEDON. So we move into the second period, and before I go any further here, I think I should also mention Brady Shea, a healthy scratch. And, you know, we've mentioned that the Rangers and Coach Quinn, everything's kind of fluid Game by game, you never really know for sure who's going to be on the ice, who's going to be dressed, and who's going to be the healthy scratch. And right now, the Rangers have seven defensemen they can go to, but you're not going to dress more than six under typical circumstances. And we've seen Mark Stahl as a healthy scratch for the first time in his career. He missed three straight games as a scratch. We've seen Ryan Lindgren. Obviously, he was caught up from Hartford, and he played initially, but then he was a scratch. And now tonight, it's Shea's turn. So I don't know. I mean, it's just kind of I, I kind of like it because it, it just tells you every game you got to go out there and you got to earn your playing time. And then Michael Haley, as far as the forwards are concerned, also a healthy scratch. And we talked about this in the last episode. He really took a foolish penalty, uh, you know, in the third period at a bad time, just completely unnecessary, just just a, a kind of a lazy tripping penalty. 
And I do wonder if that costs him his spot in the starting lineup tonight. Maybe not. It's entirely possible. Look, Haley's been a healthy scratch at other times this season, so it's entirely possible that he was going to sit down regardless, but I don't think that really helped his cause. And Haley sits tonight, and Leas Anderson is back in there. But I like what the Rangers are doing here. You know, it's a young team, and it, it just sends the message that, look, if you want to play, if you want ice time, you got to bring it every single night. And if you let up at all, if you slow down at all, if, if you put some, some bad hockey on tape, then, you know, you may be the odd man out, and you may not be playing in the next game. So I like it. Keeps everybody on their toes. Keeps guys competing for playing time. And, you know, cliche or not, competition makes everybody better. And I think that's what we're seeing from the Rangers here. And I also just wanted to throw a couple first-period stats at you guys just to give you an idea of how much the Hurricanes truly dominated that first period despite the Rangers being up one nothing. And, of course, if you watch the game, you may not even need these stats. You know, they add a little bit of context. But if you watch the game... You saw it. You don't need the stats. You, you saw that the Hurricanes were basically skating skating circles around the Rangers, although the Rangers do come away with the one nothing lead. But yeah, the Hurricanes at one point in that first period had 16 consecutive shots without the Rangers getting a single shot on net. And when Panarin scored, that was the Rangers' first shot on goal in 11-plus minutes. And Henrik Lundqvist made 22 saves in the first period. So he's averaging more than a save per minute. And again, he was just phenomenal in this game. And that continues in the second period as well. Slavin gets an opportunity, just 18 seconds. He gets a pass in deep and he shoots, but Lundqvist comes up with another save. And then there was kind of a funny moment with Brendan Lemieux. He blocks a shot. You know, he's a gritty player. He's he's not going to hesitate to mix it up. He's not going to hesitate to get in, in the way of a, of a shot and block the shot. But on this one, Lemieux blocks the shot and his his skate breaks, and he basically just crawls to the bench to get off the ice. And one of his teammates was actually pushing him and trying trying to help him along there. But yeah, instead of like getting up and trying to skate off and falling back down, he kind of knew enough to just kind of get his momentum going and basically just crawl and slide his way off the ice there to get off the ice, get somebody on that, that can actually help in the play because it's hard to do much when you got a broken skate out there. So yeah, just kind of a humorous moment for Lemieux. But yeah, Lemieux's awesome, man, and you know. Just just grinding this entire game, creating some chances, and he finally breaks through with a goal a little bit later. We'll get into that in just a second. But yeah, I'm just loving what I'm seeing from Brendan Lemieux this this year. He's he's already becoming one of my favorite players on this team. So we move forward just a minute, and Greg McKegg tries to score on a wraparound, but he pretty much just sent the puck directly across the top of the goal crease. Uh, you know, good opportunity, nothing really you could do there. The Rangers get a three-on-two, playing a little bit better here, starting to pick up their game a little bit. They get a three-on-two. Strom gets a chance, and he shoots from the right circle, but Mrazek makes a pad save to deny him. Still one nothing Rangers. We're about seven minutes into the period, and the Rangers starting to find their game a little bit, start, starting to get things back to like an even kilter here, and they're keeping the puck in deep. Liber Hayek makes a nice play to hold the puck in, and that second line that we've been talking about, Buchnevich, Hedl, and Kreider, I would say probably, you know, again, if not the best line on the ice for the Rangers tonight, then certainly in the running. But they do a nice job of holding the puck in the zone and keeping the Rangers on the attack. And there aren't really any great scoring opportunities that come out of this. But the Rangers to this point in the game have been so far back on their heels that I think just having a shift like this where even if you don't produce any big-time quality scoring chances, just the ability to hold the puck on Carolina's side of the ice for, you know, I don't know, 30, 45 seconds— that felt big at this time because, you know, again, they've been back on their heels for this entire game. You need to establish yourself a little bit on the forecheck. Give Lundqvist a little bit of a breather over there. And, you know, they were able to do that here. And, and that kind of turned the tide in the Rangers' favor a little bit here. A few minutes later, Rangers win an offensive zone draw. And the Hurricanes immediately take a penalty for interference with 12-15 remaining in the second period. Jake Gardner goes off for the penalty after he kind of just dropped Brennan Lemieux after the faceoff. 
First power play for the Rangers at this point. And, you know, they look all right. You know, they create a couple scoring opportunities. Adam Fox sent a nice pass to the left circle to Capo Caco. Caco takes a quick shot, but Mraza gloves it and hangs on, does not allow a rebound. And then D'Angelo, a little bit later on the power play, he kind of leaves a little bit of a drop pass for Truba, and Truba rips it on net. But Mrazek, once again, a nice glove save, and he hangs on. Still one nothing Rangers. They do not convert on that power play. And then Dezingle goes in hard shortly thereafter for the Hurricanes. And Mark Stahl really makes a nice play here, knocks the puck away. It looked like Dezingle was going to get a great chance for, from right there on the doorstep. And at the last possible second, Stahl knocks it away. Stahl looked pretty good in this game. You know, as we said, he, he was a healthy scratch for three straight games. And, you know, hopefully that kind of just lights a fire under him and he continues to play well for the Rangers because they're going to need him, right? He's one of their few veteran players. The Rangers do not have a lot of guys who are north of 30 years old. He is one of them. He's kind of an elder statesman on this team and certainly on defense, far more NHL experience than any of the other Ranger defensemen. So they're going to need this guy. You know, he's an alternate captain. He's been there forever. He knows what it's like to play in New York and... They're going to need him. You know, they, they need a veteran presence. It's a very young team. So Stahl, still very important to this to this team, despite being a healthy scratch recently for three consecutive games. The Hurricanes do find the equalizer, however. Slavin takes a shot from the right point. The puck deflects off the stick of Dougie Hamilton in the high slot and goes into the net top shelf. Not really a whole lot you can do if you're Henrik Lundqvist on this one. And really the way that Lundqvist has been playing tonight, I feel like a deflection might have been the only way a puck was going to get by him. And that's indeed what happened here. Sometimes you just got to tip your cap, a really nice deflection by Dougie Hamilton, and the score is tied at one late in the second period. Hurricanes nearly take the lead. Walmart has a chance in front after receiving a pass from Niedermeyer, and Lundqvist just kicks out his right pad, makes another excellent pad save, and it's one of those nights, you know, the way Lundqvist is playing, you just, when you're doing a show like this, you just run out of adjectives to describe all of these saves because he was just brilliant on top of his game, making another big save here and ensuring the Hurricanes do not take the lead. And then with 2.14 remaining, Kako receives a pass next to the net, attempts to bring the puck right to the front of the net. Pesci trips him up, and he goes off for tripping with 2.14 remaining in the second period. And just 17 seconds into the man advantage, the Rangers work the puck to D'Angelo. D'Angelo takes a shot from the blue line, and Brendan Lemieux with an excellent deflection on the doorstep. He tips it home, his first goal of the year, and someone who's very deserving of finally breaking through and lighting the lamp. Lemieux has played well this season, even though, you know, his offensive stats don't show it. He's a gritty player. He's playing his tail off tonight, making things happen, drawing penalties, mixing it up, doing all the things that you expect Brendan Lemieux to do. And this power play continues to heat up for the Rangers. Again, you know, they were 2-for-12 going into the last game, but now this is their third power play goal in just the last, you know, about game and two periods here. So, again, that power play finally starting to click. And Brendan Lemieux, like we said, rewarded for his hard play with a goal here. Well-earned and just an excellent deflection on this play. He didn't have a lot of time to react. He had his, his stick to his left, and he had to quickly bring it to his right, and he tips it home, and it's 2-1 to one Rangers. And just like that, Rangers back on top. The Hurricanes once again get a push in the last 30 seconds or so here. Tara Vinen took a shot from the blue line with about 15 seconds remaining. Henrik fights it off, steers it aside, but the Canes, in the closing seconds here, they just kind of throw the puck back toward the net, and Slavin is crashing the net. And the puck, I couldn't tell if it deflected off Slavin's skate or if he got a piece of it with his stick. But either way, Lundqvist makes the save here right on the doorstep. Point-blank save. Another brilliant one from the King. Not sure if this goal would have counted. You know, the, the clock was getting close to zero, but not taking any chances. And either way, it's another fantastic save for Henrik Lundqvist. And the Rangers go into the break, leading 2-1. to one. 
The third period begins, and just a minute and 15 into the action, Pavel Buchnevich scores an unassisted goal, just an outstanding individual effort. Buchnevich goes into the attacking zone. He steals the puck along the boards. He skates into the corner. He comes in front of the net, stays patient with the puck. Peter Murray's it kind of lunges at him, and Buchnevich backhands it home from the doorstep. He stayed very patient, carried the puck directly across the crease there, waited until the last possible second to, to release his shot. The puck trickles over the net. Philip Hedl was there, too. He was trying to stuff at home, but he never actually touches it, and the goal goes to Buchnevich. Buchnevich with a goal and an assist tonight after picking up two assists the previous night. So a big couple of games for Pavel Buchnevich. Another guy that the Rangers looking to get going here. He's got an outstanding shot. I mean, this wasn't really, you know, like a blistering shot. This is more just determination and grit, drive to get to the net. And he scores here with the backhand, makes it 3-1. to one. Big goal here because you're just not sure if the Rangers are going to be able to hold the Hurricanes off the scoreboard the rest of the game. Lundqvist is on top of his game, but but the Canes are just peppering him with shots. And I don't know, do you really feel confident at this point, if you're a Ranger fan, that they're going to go the last 20 minutes here and give up nothing? I did not, despite how well Lundqvist was playing. So a big, big goal here. Get that two-goal cushion. Great individual effort by Pavel Buchnevich. About a minute later, Lundqvist comes up with another great save. There's a redirect from the doorstep, and the puck kind of gets through Lundqvist a little bit, but he somehow, you know, the puck kind of rattles between his legs there, and he stays on top of it and gets a whistle. Play is dead, and just another great save to keep the puck out of the net there. And then the Hurricanes come in on the rush. Pesci shoots from the high slot, and Lundqvist makes another great save. Taravainen gets an opportunity. He receives a pass from along the boards. He takes the pass in stride, moving toward the net, but Lundqvist quickly darts to his left, deflects the puck away, keeping the score at 3-1. to one. And then there's another weird one. You know, Tony D'Angelo has had a great season so far, but kind of a weird play here, and he just kind of hangs onto the puck forever. And eventually the Hurricanes, they come in on the forecheck, they go after him, and D'Angelo tries to evade them, but the Hurricanes take it away, and it looks like they're going to get a scoring opportunity, but Adam Fox intercepts a pass, so he kind of bails out his fellow defenseman there. Great play by Adam Fox. So we get to about five minutes and change remaining. The Hurricanes get a two-on-one break into the zone, and Lundqvist made his best save of the night, and I do not say that lightly because, like, we were, like we've been saying, he was outstanding just on top of his game from the start to the end of this game. But Warren Fogle receives a pass on the two-on-one, and Lundqvist moves quickly across the crease to his right, makes just an outstanding save, sprawling save, steers the puck out of harm's way, just an awesome save. Still 3-1 to Rangers. About a minute later, however, the Hurricanes do break through. Just really a bad bounce here. Sebastian Ajo passes from the right circle, and the puck deflects off of Leas Anderson's stick, and the puck gets through Lundqvist, and that makes the score 3-2 Rangers with 4.02 remaining. Really nothing you could do here. It's just a bad break. You know, you can't put this one on Anderson. And the thing that, that's really tough about this is Ajo wasn't even looking to shoot here. He was clearly looking, looking to pass, and the puck deflects off of Anderson's stick, goes into the net, gets by Lundqvist, and like we said, 3-2 at this point. About 2.30 left, Rangers still clinging to this 3-2 lead, and Capo Caco delivers a nice check as the Hurricanes were looking to gain entry into the zone. Not a vicious hit, but it got the puck away from the Hurricanes and allows the Rangers to clear, so a big a big play from Caco there. And then the Hurricanes pull Peter Morazic with about two minutes remaining. Caco gets a chance at the, at the empty net. He gets the puck in the neutral zone. The Hurricanes are closing in fast on him. He gains the red line and just kind of has to shoot from there and shoots just wide of the net. But the Rangers continue to swarm. They keep the puck deep in, her, in, in the Hurricanes' side of the ice. And at this point, 
The goal, the net is empty, so it, it's just a wild scramble. The Rangers are trying to maintain possession. Hurricanes obviously trying to get the puck away from them because if the Rangers can put a shot on net, it's a goal. The, the net's empty. So, just again, just, just a crazy scramble. The Rangers are swarming. Kako, Panarin, Strom, Fox, all working hard to keep the puck in Carolina's side of the ice here. Really, it just looked like these guys were not going to let that puck come out of the zone. Just great determination here, and they get the empty net goal as Adam Fox puts it home with 125 remaining, 4-2, to two, and the Rangers go on to win by that score. Kreider had a chance to score again with about 23 seconds remaining. The Hurricanes net was still empty, but Dougie Hamilton prevented it. Rangers win 4-2, and again, just a phenomenal performance by Henrik Lundqvist, looking like the Henrik of old, 45 saves in this game. The Rangers are outshot 47-19 to in this. And really, like we talked about, you know, sometimes you just have to find a way to win. There's going to be games where you're outplayed, but if you can steal a win on the road against a good team like the Carolina Hurricanes, I think it bodes well going forward. You know, it's one thing to win games when everything is clicking and you're firing on all cylinders and just dominating at both ends of the rink. But the Rangers really had to dig deep here. They had to scratch and claw to get a win here. The second night of a back-to-back, just a tremendous performance from top to bottom from this team. Again, it wasn't perfect. There were times where the Hurricanes clearly had the better of play. But again, when you can get overall outplayed as the Rangers were here and still find a way to come out of it with two points on the road. You got to take it. You got to like that if you're a Ranger fan. And hey, you know, four wins in five games now. And upcoming is Sunday's 1 p.m. tilt against the Florida Panthers. A chance to make it five wins in six games. The Rangers are rolling right now. I'm excited. You're excited. Let's come back here on Monday and talk about how the Rangers got another two points against, you know, a pretty solid Florida Panthers team. We'll look forward to that. Until then, have yourself a good weekend. If you want to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email, lockedonnyrangers at gmail.com. Again, that is lockedonnyrangers at gmail.com. And definitely give us a follow on Twitter, at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. We're back here on Monday with a brand new episode for you guys. Looking forward to it. I'll see you then. Have yourself a good weekend. Till next time.